1: With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J, Take it away, boys. Well, all right, everybody. Good morning and welcome to you your family your loved ones it is the morning after with Nick and Big J welcome to Thursday it's the ninth day of June 2022 and we are ready to go should be a fairly busy show Big J if that's all right with you yeah today we have an opportunity not once but twice for you to check out a little show called Slipknot baby Cypress Hill and Horror on the Road Show, which is coming into town on Saturday we're going to be out there. Make sure you stop by and say hi on your way into the venue. Make sure you stop by and uh, take a look, spend some time, and read Big J standee that he spent a lot of time and hard-earned money on to try to uh, get you to donate to the Beard Brigade. And also, there's something in it for you as well, because we know... We have to bribe you to do stuff. We're not dumb, Big chain. Yeah, no. <clears throat> and so there's a lot of opportunities for you to win a ridiculously amount of cool stuff. Uh, and it's all coming to a head here in a couple of days. So we're in crunch time, are we not?
0: Yeah, we're in crunch time. Uh, and <laughs> I had to make sure I haven't gotten my standee sign yet. Oh, no. So I sent a message of like, hey, is, 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 is this in? And uh, they had forgot to call me. Oh, well, that's good. And because uh, I was getting worried. As yeah. The time was starting to run out. I was like, man... It, this would suck because I'm not getting that money back, <laughs> and uh, so I'm getting. I'm gonna go pick that up today. Okay, and, I was wondering uh, if excited. you had seen it.
1: Uh, beautiful. Is it? Is it like? Uh, just so I. I mean, are you gonna bring it in here? Can I see it tomorrow? Yeah, I'll bring it in. Okay. Uh, you uh, walk
0: in here and it'll be set up. Well, I don't scared. know
1: if you need to schlep it all the way up here if you don't want to, but I just wanted to. Like, I mean, is it just a really large version of the the pan, of the uh, the flyer that you have? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay so then I know what it like looks like.
0: Like four feet tall.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. And it's going to be out there. Have you have you uh, picked a location so people can look for it? Well, I mean, I
0: have an idea. I got to work that out with uh, the fine folks at the. Fort oh, you Idaho haven't Center. you haven't uh, narrowed down the location yet? According to that. I mean, I know where I want to put it. Right? Do they want to let me? put it You want it, there? it on
1: top of the Fort Idaho Center? So that no, no, driving no, 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 no. You Not want it in a particular part inside yeah. the actual vehicle.
0: where I envisioned it. Mm-hmm. and This whole thing came together. Is when you walk into the, the main entrance To the Ford Idaho Center uh-huh. And then you walk inside those first doors And then bam, the arena is straight ahead Of Ford, a center of you That's where I want it Now we know Corey Taylor pretty
1: well Can't give him a call and have him drag it on on stage While they sing Wait and Bleed And Listen. then throw it out into the
0: crowd and have a crowd serve I would never do that I don't know about that if it was to drag something for the radio station out there yeah i would totally ask you listen but not for me personally but it's not for you personally it's a charitable thing it's my charity though
1: well it's nobody else's right alzheimer's is
0: my charity okay god uh i didn't mean to infer my hope do i have hopes that he would donate yes absolutely (laughs) well he'd have to see it i think is well he'll be walking around i'm sure yeah, but where
1: you have it, I'm not exactly sure he'll be uh, covering that territory. Maybe uh,
0: put it right next to the merch stand. All right, well, good luck. That'd be uh, the best place to put it, really. We
1: have got a bunch of stuff on the show today as well. Uh, Josh Johnson, great comedian. Uh, he is uh, one of the writers on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. He is going to be at the Lounge at the End of the Universe tomorrow. He's going to be on a plane during the show tomorrow, so we got him calling in today. Uh, we're going to chat with him, which is really awesome. Plus, we have a bunch more stuff planned for you, including some music, it's get started with corn here on the morning after with nick and big j on the x rocks
0: morning after with nick and big j
1: big j we have a very good relationship with a little place called life's kitchen which is set up not too far away from the radio station here they're on fairview in between milwaukee and maple grove you may see them as you drive by on fairview not too long and uh, the Boise police and Life's Kitchen are asking people to be on the lookout for a trailer and some other items that were stolen from the nonprofit earlier this month. You know, it's, uh, it sucks, but unfortunately, uh, I saw the Facebook post that they had done yesterday. Basically, Life Ki- Life's Kitchen's Hot Tots trailer and equipment were stolen from its property sometime around June 1st, according to the post. Uh, they grabbed a 36 pound outdoor griddle. Three black folding tables, a Cajun fryer with stand, a grease bucket, and three propane tanks when they left with it. The uh, couple donated the trailer and related equipment back in 2018 so that Life's Kitchen could take some of their uh, really cool nonprofit stuff that they do on the road. And the organization's been around since 2003 here in the Treasure Valley, which provides education resources and training in the food service and life skills industry to young adults with barriers in employment. And so now they're dealing with a recent theft, which is never good. Guys, don't be scumbags. If you know anything about this, let the proper people know so that, that this nonprofit that does fantastic things for kids in our neighborhoods can actually get back to helping out. Please.
0: Dude, Life's Kitchen has helped so many people. It oh. is, uh, it's been such a great nonprofit and charity that we have had here in the Treasure Valley for all these years. and. Have done so much. We've had a chance to work with them on a couple occasions, and yeah, it doesn't make any. It just—it's the worst when it—and it's sad when people, you know, steal from charities in particular. It just shows how much they're in desperate need, and uh, hopefully that you know can find out who did this and get them the help because obviously that's a concern. Exactly, exactly.
1: So please, if you know something, say something so that this nonprofit can get their equipment back and go back to helping out some kids here in the treasure valley it's an important thing yeah, Big J. We're gonna need the Golden State Warriors to win the next three. If your Warriors and six prediction is gonna be right, because it doesn't look like that's gonna be right. Celtics retook the lead last night with a 116-110 victory. Hey, hey,
0: at least it wasn't a blowout. Uh, it kinda
1: was. Six points isn't a blowout. Uh, I know, but it, 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 I mean, stop it, complaining. I'm not complaining. I, I listen. I'm not even watching, so I, I'm not complaining. But I, I am saying that uh, it was it was a good win for the Boston Celtics. That's all I was gonna say. Uh, The Celtics took over in the fourth quarter they did uh, end up uh, really really I mean again Golden State got cold in the fourth quarter and that's when boston pulled away uh jalen brown jason tatum marcus smart game four set for friday night in boston Uh, steph curry got injured towards the end of this game as well uh yeah uh, thornton landed on his leg and as he was diving for a ball and he did not play the last four minutes of the game so i'm sure that played a part in things as well and hopefully he's okay he says he feels less injured than he did with his foot injury they kept him out a month but uh man there's only you know possibly. Four games left here, so he's going to have to figure out what he wants to do. Big J, did you watch the trailer for The Terminal List yesterday?
0: The Terminal List? Yes. Yes. Uh, Did
1: you enjoy it? Yeah. Uh, Good, because Chris Pratt, at least according to the reviews for the new Jurassic Park movie, desperately needs a win. It's been... I mean, I enjoyed the Tomorrow War.
0: You can't put uh, that stuff on Chris Pratt. No,
1: I absolutely refuse to. But uh, what I'm saying is he... It doesn't have a whole. I mean, listen. The first Jurassic Park movie and the second Jurassic Park movie, we're being honest, made a crap ton of money. But that second Jurassic Park movie's god-awful. Yes. And, uh, and the, t- the Tomorrow War is really good, except it's a half an hour too long, and then it gets I, really stupid. I, I
0: still have never finished that extra half hour.
1: <laughs> I, I ended where it should have ended. It's a smart play. It's a very smart play. If it would have ended where it should have ended, it would have been a really good movie. And then it went on just way too long and got stupid. And, uh, and so he doesn't have a whole lot of feathers in his cap that have been successful and good outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so uh, this could be... I mean, can you name me one? I'm willing to
0: Uh, compromise if I can uh, think of
1: one, but I was trying to do the work today, and I'm like, what? Lego, maybe? Nah, you know what? I'll give it to you. Yeah, I mean, voice actor, granted, and I'm not sure, you know, people are seeing that movie for Chris Pratt, but... It's a hell of a good movie You're absolutely right Yeah,
0: well, I mean, listen This character, James Reese Is a very popular uh, character From uh, a series of books um, uh, That uh, are written by uh, Bearded badass Jack Carr Who is a former Navy SEAL And uh, the books are pretty dang good This is a great story here So uh, we'll see but it looks like it's going to be pretty true to these books and it's going to be action packed and badass so that part is going to be there.
1: Right. And it's also, I mean, to 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 I guess uh, stamp on my point, it's not a movie, it's also a series. It's yeah. a, it's a series that'll be I mean, a limited series. It's not going to be for 23 episodes right. or anything, but it's going to be a series so you'll have a, a whole bunch of stuff. It is ready to drop on uh yesterday's when the trailer dropped, the 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 actual series will July be released 1st. on July the 1st. Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your important. Stuff. <laughs> That's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That is give it away here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And I tell you what, Big J, finally, science has a weapon that could be used to fight heart attacks. And it's something that they have been trying to figure out for years, and it appears they've cracked the code in that weapon, Big J? Your fist and against your chest no
0: like the snl ske- sketch sketch like <laughs> the bears the bear sketch for chris oh, farley's I seven had my attack? 18th heart attack you know no, no no actually if that it probably would there's a lot of
1: comedy possibilities involved here because the weapon they've actually discovered is poop big j oh god <laughs> scientists they uh, conducted a study that found that subjects who had a heart attack appeared to lack a particular type of bacteria in their guts a bacteria that happened to be present with people who hadn't experienced a heart attack. Now, this bacteria is most commonly found in human excrement, Big J. And what? it's believed to protect the heart. There's good bacteria and there's bad bacteria out there, buddy. So now, research team is working to isolate the bacteria from human poop and then put it in pills so that it could be given to patients with heart disease to help prevent a heart attack from them. Wow. So the clinical test on the poop pills is expected to begin in about a year. So we're still a ways away from this. But it's a pretty major breakthrough. If you can give a protein and a bacteria to a patient that happens to be having heart disease and you know a heart attack is imminent and it could prevent it, this I'll would be this pill right now. a hu- huge thing. Now, much like a lot of pills, you probably don't want to know where this stuff is coming from. And that certainly is the case with this thing. Can I make my own pills? Uh, I don't think that's recommended, nor would you know what the proper dosage is. And so before you know it, you're in a corner eating your own fecal matter. You
0: probably should wait to figure (laughs) this out. (laughs) No (laughs) heart (laughs) attack. Throwing up. Weird process.
1: Yes. We want to prevent that step. That is not what you want to do, nor is it recommended. Uh, And we'll get you very, very sick. My God. And so you should not Rose. do that stuff. But wait for the scientific advance for things to actually go through the process and go through the clinical trial, and then you can do so in a pill form, which probably improves the taste and, quite frankly, the messiness. Big J, for being honest. But it is impressive that uh, poop can be the key to preventing heart attacks. Agree or disagree? Yeah, that's a uh, that's mind bender. Get ready to eat poop. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got a nerdler for you next on the X Rock. <coughs> in tech and gaming, Big J's Nerd Alert on
2: 100.3 The X rocks.
0: Alright, yesterday was a pretty big day, Call of Duty day anyways. Infinity Ward is trying to bring Call of Duty's brand of blockbuster action back to Modern Warfare. The studio unveiled Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2's story campaign yesterday with a trailer that introduces the game's main squad of operators and its primary threat, but the real draw is a move away from the self-serious tone of uh, Modern Warfare in 2019 and a return to huge shootouts, skyscraper infiltrations, and stealth raids that the Call of Duty campaigns are famous for. While the trailer didn't shed much light on the game's actual missions, Polygon had a chance to check out an in-person preview of the campaign that included several levels. So according to Infinity Ward, the studio approached Modern Warfare 2's campaign by trying to put a fresh spin on the Call of Duty franchise's best levels and level types while adding new art art types as well. So part of the reason for this optimism is uh, they, they're adding some new stuff. One of them is is water and swimming. Not something that was a major part of the franchise. But what they've done, especially with the power of the new consoles that they have set up, is uh, they have made the swimming part look really dang cool and uh, properly calibrated. Swimming and moving in water felt fun rather than frustrating according to people who've had a chance to do a little dabbling in it. And thanks to this extra care, swimming and large bodies of water like rivers will be all part of modern warfare 2's modes including multiplayer and uh, as we get here closer we'll talk about the warzone successor um october 28th is when you can expect this game to come out and here pretty soon the uh, pre-orders are already starting uh that'll be something really cool and a new Warzone will also launch as an extension of the Modern Warfare 2 universe. So with it comes new technology, new features, and new gameplay that works seamlessly together. Now Warzone, or Warfare, I'm sorry, is the free-to-play version of Battle Royale that's out there. And what will be happening is uh, that they'll be transferring to Warzone 2.0, which will feature new Modern Warfare 2 content and systems with brand new progressions and inventories, which means that uh the the stuff that you've been doing in Warzone now is going to not as uh, be null and void in the new war zone but here's the thing it seems for an extended period of time they're going to keep both going at the same time hmm So, uh, those who spend a lot of time and money uh, building up what they got over there, uh, they can continue to play. I don't know how much the different kind of content they're going to be delivering once this gets going, and we also don't have a time for when Warzone 2.0 will be hitting. But uh, that's the plan for Call of Duty going forward.
1: Does that make you excited as a Call of Duty player?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I know you don't do Warzone, but. I, 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 well, I have it. I quit you know, when they did the whole Godzilla, King Kong thing. Uh, I quit doing the Warzone altogether. But uh, interesting too, they they're, they're making some changes to some of the way the game works, which is really cool. Like I talked about the water thing, but also vehicles. So they're adding in some vehicle play and from what i understand of watching some interviews yesterday it's more of like a grand theft auto kind of play that you get when you get into a vehicle you can take people you can rip people out of a driver's seat and uh you can you can do a lot of different things that usually was very um not accessible in in the game during campaigns and things like that so We'll see how it all plays out.
1: Your biggest uh, frustration with the series has been the length of the campaign as of late, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just lip service. Uh, this last one was ridiculously short. Will this be the case? I don't know. I mean, they, they put there's so much more opportunity for them to make more money in the long run with, with multiplayer and the wars, uh, warfare or Warzone stuff that they don't really put a lot into the campaign. But uh, obviously, you know, all the stuff we see comes from the campaign. So... We'll see how that plays out. Although there are some major gaming showcases taking place this week, I think uh, Xbox has got one scheduled for June 12th with Bethesda. Uh, there are some big names missing. One of those, of course, E3 talked about that last week. Well, uh, for a long t- time, the most important gaming uh, trade show of the calendar has been E3. In between COVID and some other factors, E3 has had a rocky few years that's going to go ahead in 2022. However, the group behind the Expo, the Entertainment Software Association, plans to bring E3 back in 2023 in both in-person and digital components quote as much as we love these digital events as much as they reach people we want the glo- and we want the global reach we also know that there's a really strong desire for people to convene to be able to connect in person and see each other and talk about what makes games great uh says stan pierre luis he's the ceo and president of esa uh, he told that to the washington post so e3 is coming back next year that's a big deal and uh, it'll be fun well, of course it will. I mean, listen,
1: uh, you, you can say whatever you want, but the real, uh, you know, truth is they make a huge amount of money on E3, and uh, that money goes away when everything's done virtually. I don't think there's yeah. any less eyeballs on it or less gamers interested in it. I just feel like it's an opportunity for them to put asses and seats and make a crap ton of money in the process.
0: Indeed, yeah, that's uh, so that will be going forward next year. And there is your nerd alert. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes.
1: We got your important stuff, plus we got to give away some money or at least attempt to. Anyway, with the X-Rock Double Dare.
0: Important stuff.
2: Arms News. On the
0: morning after, with Nick and Big J.
1: Hey, manufacturers around the world, we're wise to your game, bro. Trying to sneak one past us, like we're not going to be able to notice. But you know what, Big J, we notice. Yeah, stop shrinking your packages. That's right, you jerks. And that is something that is legitimately happening. If you are not familiar, yes, in the last four to five months, there have been a something called shrinkflation, Big J. Yeah. Where they are practice. It's a practice that basically they're shrinking packaging size and the amount of stuff that you get, but they are not reducing the price. In the United States alone, Kleenex has gone from 65 sheets to 60 sheets. And they have not changed their price, Big J. Chiabani yogurts has gone from 5.3 ounces to 4.5 ounces. Cereal boxes, chips, all of them. Snacks have shrunk in the last six months. Because it's the way the companies are going around trying to continue profits while not having to give up as much product. Those sons of jerks, you understand? And they're doing it and hoping that it slips under the radar and it's worked so far until we just called it to the mat, Big J, wanting to get him to tap out. Will it work? Yeah, uh, no, probably. No. Uh, I mean, it hasn't stopped you from buying chips in the last six months, has it? Yes, it has. You're lying. You're lying.
0: I don't buy that many chips. Well,
1: that's because you're not allowed to go to the store. But other people continue to. So keep that in mind. Keep an eye out on stuff. Now, I'm sure... You don't make it a habit to find out what the former serving size is on a lot of the stuff that you buy, but just know that if you're picking up something and going, man, that seems smaller than what it was before. Am I going crazy? Is this some sort of Mandela effect? The answer is no. It's a real thing. They're really doing it. They're trying to increase profits as much as possible and not get called out on it. And this is the way that they're trying to do it.
0: Just cutting a little bit of corners here and there, Big J. That's how they get you. Yeah, it'd be one thing if they're like, hey, we're trying to do our best to keep people employed. No, they're trying to do their best to keep their CEOs pocketed with millions of dollars. Yeah. They're killing us by a thousand paper cuts, Big J. What's up with that?
1: It's pretty standard. You tell them to knock procedure. it off. When you hold talk to them, of course. Boston Celtics retook the lead last night in the NBA Finals with a 116 110 victory over the Warriors in game three of the finals. Uh, Big J, uh, I don't know how they're doing it. I I really, I mean, but it has to be just like they're getting away around it with signing bonuses and guaranteed money because the Rams signed another player to a gigantic, huge money contract yesterday. And all of this in the salary cap era. Basically, uh, Cooper Cup, who by all accounts, the last couple years, at least statistically, has been the best wide receiver in football. uh, He just signed a three-year, $75 million extension with the Rams. That gives him a total pay of $110 million over the next five seasons. He's an all-pro reigning Offensive Player of the Year, Super Bowl MVP. Of course, they just gave Aaron Donald a crap ton of money as well. $95 million over three years. They paid Matthew Stafford the year before. They paid Jalen Ramsey. I mean, they have got money coming out the yin-yang and they're all supposed to be on the same salary cap. It makes some people wonder how come other teams can't do this. And the answer is it's just them getting creative and more power to them for doing this that's how you get yourself over the salary cap is everything is bonuses and guaranteed money. And yes, it's money out of the pocket, but listen, it's not like these NFL teams are hurting for cash. You understand what I'm telling you? And so you might as well ride the horse as long as you can and be as successful as much as possible while you have this lightning in a bottle. Because the one thing NFL has proven is everything is fading unless you're Tom Brady. of course. So keep that in mind, but they did it again. Somehow, some way. Big J, a very emotional announcement came uh, yesterday morning uh, during the show. We didn't get a chance to talk about it, so we should talk about what the Foo Fighters announced yesterday. Uh, They are going to do a couple of tribute concerts for their late drummer, Taylor Hawkins, in September. Uh, The first show will take place September 3rd at London's Wembley Arena. The second will take place September 22nd at LA's Kia Forum. Other performers participating have yet to be announced, but they have announced all of the Foo Fighters will be there, along with Taylor Hawkins' fans. Family and children they will be there as well how they're going to put this together what they're going to do who are some of the guests I don't know but they're taking it very seriously and they're calling it you know a celebration of life music and love of their friend and bandmate Taylor Hawkins, and they're calling it the tribute concert series. So uh, I'm sure it'll be an emotional time. And then Taylor uh, Taylor Hawkins' family released a really cool statement, you know, thanking all the fans for being incredibly awesome during this particular time, and how they're looking forward to coming together to celebrate Taylor as well. So this is going to be a tear-jerking series for sure. Now, the Foo Fighters have always been known for playing very long concerts. I mean, when they came here, Big J, three hours and 18 minutes was the total runtime for the Foo Fighters show at the Ford Idaho Center. You got your money's worth was my point. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that'll be the case with this particular concert series as well. And, you know, a while back, Taylor Hawkins admitted, though, they can play a challenge, you know, playing that particular long at a concert. It's always something that is fulfilling for him. But I don't know how long we can keep
2: that up. We'll see. I don't know how long Dave is going to be able to sing for three hours every night we get on stage. It's awesome and it's fun and it's a macho trip a little bit and uh, people can get their money's worth. That's for damn sure.
1: And I'm sure they haven't announced the pricing. I'm sure these tickets will be very expensive to go because they're one offs. and, And as I have said, I get the feeling this is how the Foo Fighters are wrapping up. I could be wrong. But I get the feeling that this could be the last time that these gentlemen share the stage together outside of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction that is inevitable. And so uh, this could be a very, very big deal if you're a Foo Fighters fan or a Dave Grohl fan yeah. in general. Not to say he's done making music or anything, but this is this was Dave and Taylor's kit. And listen, Nate's been along for the whole ride from the very beginning as well. Pat has been there uh, for a while, too. So it's not surprising that they're all kind of coming together to say goodbye. I just am very interested to see where they go from here, if anywhere. But it's going to be very, very emotional and very cool.
0: Yeah. It won't be the last we hear of Dave Grohl. No, that's for sure. No, without a doubt play
1: the x double dare on 100.3 the x rocks we have given away a lot of money over the last couple weeks here on the x courtesy of the double dare we would like that streak to continue which is why we are playing the x rock double dare for some cash we have an opportunity to do so with caller x this morning his name is sean hey sean good morning man how are you Hey, good morning. Doing well. All right, man. We'd like to make it a whole lot of a better morning for you, but it's going to depend on your knowledge of this
0: topic, Big J. Cinematic presidents.
1: Uh, basically, it's a movie kind of trivia set of questions. Have you uh, watched a lot of movies, Sean? Do you consider yourself a movie buff? Uh, I wouldn't consider myself a movie buff, no. We'll see how I do. Yeah, well, we are, we are certainly rooting for you. Uh, Big J, how would you rank the questions in terms of difficulty? For somebody that maybe doesn't know movies that much,
0: because well, upon I,
1: second viewing, I feel like the second question is pretty hard.
0: The second question, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the first question to be perfectly perfect. Oh, honest, really? With you. Yeah. Okay. Only because I
1: thought it was easy just because of the amount of money that that franchise has made and how many people saw that those three movies that it would be easier than that. But we'll see, man. Uh, maybe this is <laughs> right. my bad, Sean. We don't want to like uh, you know throw you to the wolves right out the gate. But are you ready for a fifty dollars question?
0: Yeah, I'm ready. You can handle it, Sean. uh, For 50 bucks. This Academy Award winner actor and comedian played a fictionalized version of President Teddy Roosevelt in all three Night at the Museum movies. Um...
1: robin williams yeah. <laughs> that's it man robin williams is I correct i didn't think you had it in you sean good $50 job dollars is Ooh. yours sean you can take that and walk away or you can go for the 100 hundred dollar question which in my estimation is very difficult and i apologize in advance uh i don't know it
0: shouldn't be for any american
1: uh, okay uh but sean the it's up to you do you want to take the money and walk or do you want to go for double or nothing for 100 bucks <clears throat>
0: Well, uh, I'm American, so I'm
2: gonna go with Big J's advice. Jesus, DJ! Yeah. All
0: right, good luck, man. I yeah. want you to get it. Good job, dude. All right, for 100 bucks, this actor told us today we celebrate our Independence Day right before we bombed a bunch of aliens in the movie Independence Day. Who dat?
1: Well, oh. oh, no, Nick was right. You could see him, Sean, making the speech, right? Yeah, I can see it. He's out there I'm on the aircraft to- carrier. Just going, you know what?
0: It was in the sands of Area 51. That no, but... was close. <laughs>
1: I knew there were a lot of planes in the background. Uh, Is it
0: Bill Pullman? Right.
1: Bill Pullman is hey, correct. very
0: quietly typing things. <laughs> that is Good $100,
1: job. Sean. You can take that money and walk away, or you can go for $200 and at least buy, in theory, the hardest question of them all. What would you like to do? Is it really the hardest question of them all? I don't know, Big J, is
0: it? Yeah, I think this one's pretty hard.
1: All right, I'm going to take the money. All right, Sean has decided to take the $100 and walk away. Congratulations, man. We're
0: happy to cut that check. You want to see if you would have got the $200 question right? Yeah, let's do it. It's a very niche movie. All right. Uh, For some reason, this Academy Award winning actor plays two parts in the 1996 Tim Burton film Mars Attacks. One is casino owner Art Land. The other, President James Dale. Name the actor.
1: Yeah, I got no idea on that one. All right, well, you made the right call. What was the right answer? Jack Nicholson. Right. Jack Nicholson is the Great gentleman movie, that was though. in that movie playing two parts. Congratulations, Sean! You got a hundred bucks. Hang on one second, dude. We'll I'm proud of info. you, man. Yeah, you should be. Good job, Sean. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Reminder that cinematic presidents questions continue with Jason Drew and Adam today at twelve thirty and five thirty, and we're gonna come back and do some We're Going to hell next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Yesterday, we warned you about the possible alligator uprising, Big J. The rise of the gators. Today, we warn you of a uprising that could be coming that probably is from the least place you'd expect. The rise of the Big J's. Not quite. I think we'd all expect that at some point eventually. Uh, But it is of the animal nature, I suppose. And I think when you think of this particular species you don't have a lot of fear per se now there are plenty of people that are scared of them and there are certain types of them that you very much should be scared of but i'm talking about fish big j
0: fish and i'm sure you know even though you're not an avid fisherman
1: now at some point you
0: probably have a fishing story no i tangled with a um uh a steelhead once and it hurt me badly so it
1: hurt you yes steelhead one big j nothing yes well i mean
0: one to one I did take that sucker home.
1: Oh, okay. So So you won. But uh, it was a battle is what you're saying, right? Yes. And sometimes uh, those fishes don't need to even be that big in order for you to have a battle with them. And we all have stories, whether it's a huge catch or the one that got away or the fact that uh, Steelhead uh, beat the hell out of you but you still brought it in. But uh, this fisherman's tale has got us all beat probably. While angling in Thailand, a small fish... Uh, About the size of your average goldfish, Big Jay. He was pulling in. Uh, Jumped out of the water off the guy's line and darted right into the man's open mouth and down his damn throat. Oh, my God. The no, fish became, this is fake the fish became lodged in the gentleman's throat obstructed his breathing and so other fishermen noticed that he was in distress and they had to rush him to the hospital where he needed to have surgery to remove the fish it's documented big J. this dude had a fish damn. stuck in his throat damn dude now the good news is he's made a full recovery And, you know, you're gonna get a comment about how rare something like this is and had to be a perfect set of circumstances, but I'm not joking about the fish uprising, Big J, because no B.S. In this hospital, there have been no less than two other similar cases of fishes jumping off of lines and getting stuck in the fisherman's throat in the last year. So now this is the third case of a fish jumping off a line, sliding into somebody's throat and it being lodged so bad that they had to go to the hospital. Now, I imagine there may be other instances where this has happened and somebody didn't require immediate medical attention. Or there could be other instances where the fish just plan out one, Big Jay. But what is happening that fish are jumping down our open throats? I ask you out loud. I don't know. Are they got mental health issues? The degree of difficulty, I think is incredible it's a new goldfish sport (laughs) to pull that off i mean it's incredible now there should be a lesson learned here and that is hey you know shut your damn mouth sometimes you mouth breathers i mean taking i mean in order for a fish to jump down your throat your mouth has to be wide open in order for you to do that and i don't know a lot of people that walk around with their mouth is
0: it this excitement i don't know of the the fishing moment maybe you're celebrating ha ha
1: and then it jumps in.
0: Uh, Or you're, you're breathing heavily because of the fight that you had with it? But it's a
1: small fish, so I'm not sure how much of a fight it can put up. You know, it's like the size of a goldfish, man. Those things aren't, you know, whipping you around. No, you're right. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on. All I know is fish are jumping into our open mouths, and that seems like a very aggressive trait. And we could have a fish uprising here. We Great. say it a lot in this show. Great. Head on a swivel, man. Trust nothing.
0: It's another thing to get concerned with. That's right. Concerned.
1: I mean, I know we're all freaked out about sharks, but uh, never a little teeny tiny fish. Until they start getting themselves stuck in your throat. You can't breathe. Then what? Bet you don't eat that fish next.
0: You know what I'm saying? Plus, who wants to eat a goldfish?
1: It's not a goldfish. It's just the size. I don't know what oh, kind of fish oh, it was. Probably minnow or something. Uh, it was the size of about a goldfish, they said, with the kind of thickness and girth of it if you will big j morning after with nick and big j some of your favorite terms featured and we're going to hell as well
0: in the news today Today. on the morning after with nick and big j
1: well this probably shouldn't surprise anybody but they have started to do a little bit more of real research and deep diving into the world of medical marijuana and thc big j And they just released the results of a gigantic study where they followed around 150,000 Americans that said that they use marijuana for medical purposes and they talked about uh, how it worked for them. And guess what, Big J? It's incredibly effective, but for the first time in the real kind of studying of this stuff, they were also able to mark down some pretty serious side effects for uh, THC and marijuana as a pain kind of reliever, if you will. And so they, what they found is it's it's better than anything on the market at relieving chronic pain. Emphasis on the chronic, I guess. But it
0: does the have or the chronic? some
1: side effects to it. And the most, uh, I guess, reported side effects aren't very serious, but they can be significant. Drowsiness, of course, can come along with it. As well as uh, dizziness can be a real side effect if it's, you know, doing something that's hitting you pretty hard. So keep that in mind. Also, they say that if really, you know, if you truly are taking THC and marijuana solely for chronic pain and pain relief, then they do recommend that you use some sort of lotion on the area that you are using it for or the edible kind because doctors are still saying that listen smoking is still not good for your lungs so you know using the medical marijuana in that particular way if you're really using it just to help with your particular pain there are better ways to i guess take it than using it and you know firing up a big old blunt as it being the way that you you know relieve chronic pain so keep that in mind. It is effective. There are some side effects. None of them crazy serious, but they don't recommend smoking and reusing yeah, it for pain. More importantly,
0: none of them, uh, you know, overdosing and getting ridiculously addicted and causing a crisis. All those things
1: are accurate. It's almost like it's a good thing. And this is what this study is trying to tell you. Hey, the Boston Celtics retook the la- lead late last night with a victory over the Golden State Warriors in Game 3 of the NBA Finals. Game 4 is set for Friday night in Boston. Uh, It has been reported now the Houston Texans officially added as defendants in a suit by the women against uh, quarterback Deshaun Watson of sexual misconduct. Uh, The attorney for the women, Tony Busby, has announced that he has, upon finding the uh, results of a recent kind of breakthrough news story, that the Texans not only uh, helped Deshaun Watson find some of these women, but also helped him cover up. Some of the details that were involved when these women filed initial complaints with the team and with Watson, uh, it's not a good look for the NFL or the Houston Texans or Deshaun Watson on any of this story because now we're up to 66 separate counts, Big J, that have been levied against him. And so it's a real thing that the NFL is going to have to figure out what the hell to do. Uh, The Browns are still on the hook for 230 million because all of it's guaranteed. So whether this dude plays again or not, he's getting $230 million from the Cleveland Browns, but that's on them for being stupid. Now, what happens here is very, very interesting. What Roger Goodell is going to do and how serious these things are going to take it is going to be interesting. But, the Browns and the NFL have a real image issue with this whole thing. I don't know if you're seeing it or not, but this is not working out the way the Browns had hoped for, at least so far. And now the Texans are involved in a cover-up that they did a pretty piss-poor job of covering up, if we're being perfectly honest. And now we've got themselves even additional problems and details. It's a gross, ugly story that's getting grosser and uglier by the day, Big J. So we'll see where this goes. Any predictions? Pain. Pain. No, that's already here. Suffering. Uh, Guess what? Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are best friends, and they are coming together again. This time, they're launching their own production company. Uh, The pair are in talks with Redbird Capital's Jerry Cardinal to structure some funding for the company, and then they're able to make their own movies. And so we can get more movies of them together, maybe where they're knights again in medieval times. And they're fighting for the honor of a young lady. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Uh, But uh, nobody seemed to see it the first time around. But we'll see if anybody cares the time around when they're actually making these movies for themselves and making money in it. Because that's what they're planning
0: on doing. On the morning after with Nick and Big J, And we have a great price here for you. Tickets to Slipknot. The Knotfest Roadshow is happening Saturday, just a couple days away. At the Ford Idaho Center. Gonna be a great show. Plus, we'll get you qualified for the Chapeltown Rag VIP upgrade, which is gonna be phenomenal. We're gonna give that away later this morning as well. So, let's do it. You just gotta beat Nick in pop culture smacketh down. 208
1: 287 1003, our phone number if you would like to play. All you have to do is defeat me, like Big J said, or run the table, one of the two. I get the feeling uh, the first thing's
0: gonna happen. Hello, the X. <laughs> yeah, this is Chad. Chad, you're up first, man. Good luck to you. This very accomplished actress has starred as the mother of Luke and Leia in the prequel Star Wars movies, Queen Amidala, and will be Thor in the upcoming Thor Love and Thunder movie.
2: Is she? Natalie Portman. There you go. Well right.
0: Done. It is her birthday today. That'll be the theme for pop culture, Nick. Okay. Uh, while filming the Star Wars movies, Portman attended which prestigious university? I believe she went to Harvard. Harvard is correct. Right. Well uh, Portman received an Oscar nomination for playing this real-life first lady from the '60s.
2: Um. Jackie O. Yeah, right. Tick.
0: Ding dong. Uh, Nick, for which movie in 2010 did Portman win her Oscar for Best Acting? A uh, very good movie. It is called Black Swan. There you go. Right. Portman starred as herself in this crazy comedy starring Ben Stiller about a male model.
2: Uh, Zoolander. Right.
0: Nick, in 2006, Portman was a guest lecturer at Columbia University in this curriculum and also heavily citing her movie Vendetta for V. You mean V for Vendetta? V for Vendetta, yes.
1: Uh, how about, I don't know. I, I have no idea what guest lecture she once taught at Columbia University. <laughs> yeah, of course not. So I'm going to guess
0: uh, psychology. No, you're very close. You're uh, that wrong. is when she received her degree. And Nick, this is interesting. Uh, she lectured on terrorism and counterterrorism. Oh. That was my second guess Crazy, I thought that was a crazy thing, man Congratulations,
1: man, you got yourself hooked up with Slipknot and Cypress Hill tickets for Saturday You're qualified for that VIP package Please hold on and make sure you do that so that we can hook you up with those tickets And then everybody else, tickets are still available if you want to buy some yeah, Make sure you're ready to go for Saturday It's going to be bananas, we'll give you another chance to win some tickets before the show is out We'll do some headlines next on The X (laughs) Headlines brought to you by Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. Enter to win $2,500. Log on to the sweepstakesyoudeserve.com. Presented by Dr. Pepper Dark Berry. No purchase necessary. See rules at the Headlines are as follows, Big J. Don't get close. Modern problems or we are doomed. Modern problems. Police in the Italian capital of Rome have fined a 28-year-old American woman and her 29-year-old companion after they damaged a bunch of 18th century Spanish steps in Rome because they were riding around on them on e-scooters. <sighs> <laughs> We cannot.
0: We cannot. Americans are the
1: worst. (laughs) The dude was filmed riding a scooter down the ancient staircase, and then the American woman was filmed throwing her scooter to try to keep up with him. Both damaged the stairs as they were filming the stunt. The two are now banned from ever returning to the Spanish Steps, which had to be restored in 2015 just from wear and tear. The, dis- the tourist behaving badly incident comes two weeks after another American man drove a Maserati down the famous steps, What? Clipping a chunk of marble under the car fender. He was also fined and banned from returning to the site. What, but
0: they're all doing this for social for social media stuff. Listen, banning not enough.
1: What would you like the Roman police to do? With Man,
0: I mean, most, put them in a damn gladiator outfit and send them out into the coliseum. You know what we should start
1: doing is people that do stupid stuff like this for social media clout, we should ban them from all social media. Stop them from the one currency yeah. that they only want. And make sure that nobody can follow them on any one of the goofy social media. <laughs> the old
0: fashioned will rub you from the yeah. the the
1: monocles of history. Well, it's like it's like banishing them from the land. Yeah. You're like, listen, you are now officially, you know, excommunicated from all social media because you keep
0: doing stupid stuff to try to become social media famous get out it's the here's what i hate is that uh, you know i would love to go over to europe and just see and based upon my trip just to uh to boston and going in and seeing a really an old place that's been around hundreds of years you know you multiply that by thousands of years in some of these places and just seeing that man so many people of all walks of life through history have been here Uh, And then for you to crap all over it like that is just an affront to being a human being. Sure, I mean, yeah, it's nice to see that stuff, but wouldn't it be
1: cooler, Big J, if you could get 150,000 views on TikTok by just dropping trowel right on the one of the ancient relics of something? You're right. You're taking a literal crap on it. That's cooler, right? Don't get closer. We are doomed. Uh, We are doomed. We are not done talking about social media dumb (laughs) stuff. Teens in Indonesia are getting killed as a result of a new TikTok challenge that somehow involves you jumping in front of moving trucks. Guess Uh, what? It's not working, guys. Yeah,
0: it is if you want (laughs) to (laughs) die.
1: The challenge itself is called Angel of Death. Apparently, it's gone viral mostly in European nations, but the idea is to jump in front of a truck to get them to stop before it hits you. It ain't working, everybody. Uh, the ridiculous stunt has already led to the death of four teens. It has led to the serious injury of more than two dozen others. What are we doing, everybody? We're supposed to be smarter than this. I don't care what country you're from. You're supposed to be smarter than that. You should know UV truck will not come out well for you.
0: Ever. Yeah,
1: no. Ever. Ever. And there are way too many things happening for people to be paying attention for somebody that's jumping in front of their truck at the last minute. Stop following things you see on the Internet, please, for the love of all things hope. Speaking of the internet, we'll wrap it up with "Don't Get Close." I'm sure by now you've probably seen the video, as it has gone incredibly viral as well. Have you seen the uh, the the video of the orangutan in the zoo grabbing the dude and not letting go? No, you haven't. No, it's incredible. I don't know what country it's from, but it's very clearly some sort of petting zoo where a guest just got too close to the orangutans, and while they think like they look like they're like your stoner uncle of the uh, the the you know animal kingdom. They are incredibly strong, and this monk, this orangutan grabs a hold of this dude's shirt, pulls him in. Next thing you know, he has got him like wrapped with you know two hands and a foot around his leg and this dude is not letting go they had to basically yank this guy out of there and as he tries to pull away the orangutan yanks him towards the bars lifts him off the ground twists him while holding the bars with his feet with a tighter I mean this this orangutan was I need to
0: see this now I need to go look it up look it
1: up it's out there Uh, the guy's gonna be okay the orangutan's fine but a reminder Listen, man, uh, the animal kingdom does not have time for your bleep.
0: Yeah, they got that crazy-ass
1: orangutan strength. That's right. They're they're, they're about as strong as eight human beings. And when they decide to hold on, they aren't letting go. And I bet you that dude, I mean, he probably, if he wasn't pulled out of there, he could have been folded into the damn cage like a napkin. So you better watch out when you're hanging out with the orangutans. You have been warned. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Get your tickets to XFest 22 They are on sale now Ticketmaster.com you can grab a direct link at XRock.com to see those guys That is the ladies from Papa Roach it is no apologies here On the morning after with Nick and Big J On the X Rocks and while You're buying tickets you might as well Jump on LoungeBoise.com To grab tickets to tomorrow night's One night only show with a very Funny gentleman his name is Josh Johnson He has been a stand-up comedian Since 2018 has won Several awards he knows what he's doing. He's a writer for The Daily Show. Trevor Noah and him have gone out on the road together, and he is popping by for a very special appearance at the lounge at the end of the universe, and we are lucky enough to have him on the phone with us right now. Josh, good morning. Thank you very much for getting up early and talking to us before you head out here on a plane. Uh, I can't imagine that's what you wanted to do, was get up really early and talk to a dumb morning show, right? Uh,
2: Well, you know, I'm excited to talk to you. (laughs) This is not a dumb morning show. Uh, I usually get up at this time because I write at Daily Show. And so this is like about when I get up to head off to work. So it fits right in.
0: Well, uh, we are kind of dumb, just so you know, but in a good way. And uh, Josh, it's awesome to talk to you. How do you keep it all together? I mean, you know, you're writing for The Daily Show. uh, You've got your stand up. You've also got a podcast. I mean, how do you manage your time? How do you keep it all together, man?
2: I mean, not well is the (laughs) best answer. But yeah, it, it's, been, it's been fun. Luckily, everything I'm doing is fun, so it, it makes it easier to tackle all those things. Uh, and they, they flow pretty well together, you know, it's like daily show during the day and then stand-up on the nights and weekends and then the podcast in between, so... It's, it's a lot but it, it is fun I have a great time
1: Josh Johnson joins us a very special show Friday Night Lounge at the End of the Universe uh, you can grab your tickets at loungeboise.com also Josh's website will have your hookup for those if you want to go uh, Josh you are spending the weekend uh, in quote unquote flyover states man you were coming out here for a show and then you fly to Montana uh, you're kind of doing these one-offs what was it about coming all the way out here that made you want to do it especially or considering it's Idaho Montana
2: anything in particular? Uh, yeah I mean I've never been, so I've always heard it's beautiful, so I definitely wanted to come, and a show is the perfect way to see everything and meet people.
0: You know, uh, when it comes to uh, doing stuff with Trevor Noah and The Daily Show, uh, you know, I mean, it's a big deal. That's that's a really big deal, and, you know, a lot of people look towards that for inspiration and those sort of things. Is there a lot of pressure writing uh, comedy for a show like that?
2: I, I mean, I, I suppose there can be if you're worried about Saying things wrong or something, but overall, it's it's a really great community of really smart and funny people. So I haven't felt a pressure per se to to be some type of way or, or write a specific thing or anything. I think the the personalities really mesh, and so then it makes it easier to work together and come out with, a, in the end, a, a really great product.
1: I love it, man. Uh, Josh Jaza joins us at the Lounge at the End of the Universe Friday Night, Lounge Boise.com for tickets. Josh, y- you are no stranger to stand-up. You've been doing it for a while. You've won some awards. You've got some specials, another one in the can that's getting ready to see some daylight. Uh, but you've also done some pretty cool things. You put out a mixtape in 2021, which is pretty awesome the way you've kind of incorporated your stand-up and mixed the music into that. That is cool and unique, Talk about that process and, and what the idea was like putting that together.
2: Yeah, so I I had always wanted to work on music, and in the pandemic, there was very little to do outside of you know trying new things. So it was like uh, working on music, nunchucks, and comic books. And <laughs> like you know, the the mixtape was probably the most productive out of those things. But I I basically hit up Mike Realm, who was like an executive producer on the project, and and then he was helping guide make it as my first venture into music so um I, I recorded a night of stand-up that we chopped into tracks that uh sort of intertwine with the music so then every idea is sort of capped off by uh the comedy and the music so it's like you know two jokes in a song two jokes in a song two jokes in a song and that sort of helps end ideas in a more rounded way and i think Is an element that will last. uh, It's an element that'll last longer than just the jokes on the project.
1: And is that something that like you could see yourself revisiting in the future and doing with additional projects, or you want to make additional steps in advance from that particular thing, or is it like, hey, man, I've been there, done that, we're we're good to go? Uh,
2: No, I'm definitely going to do it again, and I I plan on uh, releasing another one next year. And so be able to look out for that one. We'll probably talk again when that one comes out. Uh, but no, I had a great time doing it and I got to work with really great people. So it's exciting to try to like add to that roster and produce something else that people enjoy.
0: Josh, when you come to a new town like Boise and you haven't been here before, uh, how, how do you like to get to know a city? What's the first thing you like to do? I know when I, I get to a new city, I like to go drive around and just get lost. Uh, that seems to be a good way to go about it. How about you?
2: First thing they'll do is like check out the museums and then, uh, outside of that if there's a if there's a farmers market or something I, I try to hit that so it's mostly about just seeing specifically what's unique about a city and then if, if there's an activity that's specific to the place i'll also try to do that before or after the show it's
1: a good idea my man yep. and you will have a chance to do that uh, on friday night at the lounge at the end of the universe is when the show is happening loungeboise.com for tickets very funny dude i'm very happy that you have made a point to swing by our uh, little town here and do a good show i think you're really going to like it here man and safe travels josh we always appreciate the time as well man thank you very much
2: yeah thank you so much for having me i appreciate it hope to see you there <laughs> Big J on 100.3 The X.
0: Bad Impressions brought to you by the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore Treasure Valley Subaru. We'll get you set up with tickets to the Knotfest Roadshow happening Saturday at the Ford Idaho Center. Man, if you've never seen Slipknot... Like, why haven't you? But this is your chance, and you will not be disappointed. Trust me. Cypress Hill also extremely great live. It's going to be a lot of fun. Horror opening up. Uh, we'll get you these tickets and get you upgraded for the Chapeltown Rag VIP, which we'll be giving away here uh, after we wrap things up in just a few. So... Get on the horn and uh, figure out bad impressions and you can win.
1: Not your last chance for tickets, but certainly your last chance to get qualified for the VIP package if you want in on that. 208-287-1003. Bad impressions works lessly. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out that famous person in those three clues or less. And we are sending you to Slipknot for sure. And you're possibly qualified for the coolness that is the VIP package. Hello, the X. How's
0: it going, man? Good, brother. What's your name? Roman. hi, right, Roman, you're up first. Good luck. Playing Alex P. Keaton on Family Ties ignited my Hollywood career. Uh, next. Being the first Teen Wolf was pretty cool and weird. Uh, next. Three Back to the Future movies for me as Marty McFly. Oh, God.
1: Roman, you got this. I can't even, his name's at
0: the tip of my tongue.
2: The, oh, gosh dang
0: it. Uh, We've all been there. Michael J. Fox, right? Yeah. Hey. All right.
1: See, we knew he trusted you. You can do it. Good job, Roman. 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 Slipknot tickets are yours. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those. Plus, you get you qualified for that VIP package. Why is Michael J.
0: Fox in the news? Today, Michael J. Fox's birthday. Happy birthday, Michael J. Fox. How old do you think that he is? uh 62 61 all right so uh, he's uh fighting away the parkinson's and doing a pretty damn good job at that i uh, just saw recently in the news that he had uh he, he's uh, trying not to do a lot of voice acting stuff and and because he had done that for a little bit but now it's become a struggle for him which is sad and it sucks but uh that's just uh, the the hand he's been dealt and he's uh, been really good at uh working with that and uh, also making a huge impact and trying to find a cure for that disease
1: incredible advocate yeah. his foundation has raised millions of dollars for finding a cure for parkinson's the disease that he has battled for a very long time and certainly is not easy and that fight's not over either so Happy birthday, Michael J. Fox. Uh, Big J, more Back to the Future, or uh, is there another Michael J. Fox property that you enjoy? Uh, let's see.
0: We mean more movies It's going to be hard.
1: It's going to be hard to beat Back to the Future, but is there an, a
0: Michael J. Fox underrated role that uh, you like? Let's see. Mars Attacks, Mars Attacks was, was, was really fun. Uh, the Hard Way, Nick Lang. Great in the hard way. Uh, James I like. I, Woods. I
1: always like Secret of My Success when I grown oh, up in the eighties. Oh, it's a great movie. I loved
0: him in Casualties of War.
1: Yep. A very good movie as well. So he's got some good,
0: some deep cuts in there. He can do it both. I mean, he he just did so great at being able to do comedic and you know Casualties of War was such a transition for him. Yeah, and it was he did a great
1: job. Deep sad movie. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the extra. This. We- <laughs> That's Bad Wolves. That's wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Thursday. Thank you to Josh Johnson, who will be in town tomorrow night at the Lounge at the End of the Universe for calling into the show this morning before he hopped on an airplane. We appreciate that very much. Grab your tickets to see Josh at LoungeBoise.com. Listen to Adam's show later on today if you want to win some VIP tickets to the Lounge of the Universe. That doesn't suck. Of course, the Idaho Pun Slams happening this weekend there as well, so it's going to be a great weekend. Big J gave you a nerd alert. We actually gave away $100 for the X-Rock Double Dare, so a pretty successful Thursday show. Agree or disagree? Yeah, very. And we also found out that fish are coming to kill us, so watch out. Reminder, if you want to win some money, enter to win $2,500. Log on to the sweepstakesyoudeserve.com Presented by Dr. Pepper Darkberry. No purchase necessary. See the rules at the thesweepstakesyoudeserve.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J.
0: Yeah, we've got uh, some Chapel Town Rag VIPs to give away. That's right. Let's do Three it. Three to be exact. So uh, let's spin the wheel, the magic uh, wheel here. So uh, Chad, Chad is, uh, there you go. Chad's our winner, uh, winner one. Congratulations, and- Chad. You can honestly hear the wheel spinning. Uh, and recency biased Roman, who just won tickets. Uh, uh
1: congratulations, Roman.
0: You yeah. are winner number two.
1: And the winner of the third wheel is... Shannon. Alright, there you go. We got the three qualifiers for the awesome VIP package to Slipknot. You and a guest will be doing it VIP style at the Knotfest Roadshow on Saturday. As always, it pays to listen. We will continue with tickets to that tomorrow here on The Morning After, plus a visit from our friend Robert from Things and Company from The Lounge at the End of the Universe will be coming in tomorrow. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets that aren't flushing. Stop freaking call Beacon. Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, Heating, and Mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the x (laughs) Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.